to The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Hunter type out there in the podcast land listening to us. This is, of course, the audio companion to the Transformational Guide to Transforming Adult ADD ADHD with Michael Ferguson. Joins me here every week for a sit down to delve into the chapters of the book as an audio companion. Today's episode uh, session, I sit down with Michael to um, discuss the last part of three parts to cover chapter nine. Chapter nine was really in depth, really involved, and uh, we kind of impromptu on the fly, just the way it organically developed was to split it into three parts. And the third part is supplements. The first two were exercise and diet. And so chapter nine involves a lot of key components to the hunter type and this transformational process that you either have just started with us or are right on chapter nine with us and uh here you are at supplements and so today in in today's sit down with uh with michael you hear us discuss it on on three planes discussing the supplements themselves and michael's recommendation for the hunter type We'll get into a little bit about tracking, and then we'll kind of sum it all up. And really, what what I mean by sum it all sum it all up, if I can slow down a little bit, that helps sometimes. Um, sum it all up. We're actually summing up all of chapter nine by the end of this supplements episode. So Michael will get into what this all looks like, an overall effective routine, and his explanation of summing chapter nine up. So that's uh, that's what we'll be getting into today. Um, I will not hold up the show much longer except to tell you, for those of you that may just be tuning in, we are at the drummerandthegreatmountain.com. Click on that Facebook link, Twitter. We're all over social media. Do share with us. We love the sharing we've been getting, the stories we've been getting. Keeps us going, tells us how to evolve this ever-evolving 
audio companion to the book. Um, so keep the feedback coming. Um, before saying any more ums, I think that's really it. So I'll take you to this sit down on supplements, which summarizes this three-parter. So enjoy this conversation with Michael Ferguson. Good morning, Michael. Good morning. How are you, my friend? I'm doing really good. Doing really good. Yeah. So, I mean, let's 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 get into it. This this three-parter has been quite a journey. Really, a lot lot going on here, and we're we're closing it off with supplements, which is something that for me, I I might have mentioned in in, in the pre-record the pre preview of this podcast, but. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm still in this area. I I am still experimenting. There are definitely some things I'm I'm hooked on and in a good way and and into, but this is this is really interesting for me too. Not not that all podcasts aren't obviously, but just to share that you know, the transparency like we mentioned we always do on on the podcast is uh, as I'm right there. I'm I'm still in this area trying to figure out almost like the perfect concoction and it's exciting. I it's hmm. it's in a good way, you know. It's like what's the perfect blend of in this category of vitamins? What's the perfect blend for my omega-3 cuz some omega-3s don't agree with me. So, mm-hmm. get us into it. Tell us about supplements and how this kind of rounds out um exercise and diet and and why it is just just as important as the other ones. Yeah, so I mean in a perfect world our food would have all that we need to um, sustain ourselves Mm -hmm. but um, I think what we deal with as hunter types is that we are part of what we're doing is trying to adapt our lifestyle and the way we we are naturally wired to fit into a world that may not be fully um, designed for us and you know again depending on your level of whether you're going to a job nine to five or you work for yourself there's varying levels of how you can create your own life and, and, and work your schedule in a way that feels best. But supplements definitely help. And so going into writing the book, I spent a lot of time researching, um, spent many, many years uh, on my own exploring different things and seeing actually what works and what's like, well, it may work, but I didn't have any effect. So what we're going to try to cover today are just the essentials. And I want to make a note here that this chapter, um, Diet, exercise, exercise, diet, and nutrition. Chapter nine is a big chapter, and there's a lot in there that we're not covering. So um, today we are not going to cover sleep challenges and also depression, but there's definitely some pieces in there in terms of supplements in relation to both of those. But I feel like I want to. They're important to be covered in depth, and so I just didn't feel like in the podcast we could cover them in, in. uh, in that level of care. So definitely the book covers, covers in detail. Please right. refer to that. Um, so moving. Okay. So a few pieces. One is um, vitamin deficiencies and mineral deficiencies can exasperate ADD, ADHD challenges. So it is definitely something to look at, to handle, and it's relatively easy to do it. So, the first thing you can do if you haven't done this recently, and this is where a lot of people get freaked and they're like, they didn't want to deal with it because it 
they're afraid about other things that show up. But if you have a physical, hopefully you're getting a physical once a year, you can request blood tests to check your vitamin levels. And specifically, you can check your B12, your iron, your vitamin D, calcium, things like that. Uh, strangely, they don't always check for those. And so for me, I was deficient in vitamin D, but I had to ask for that test before they actually gave me the results on that. So if you're like deficient in B12, you, that actually could lead to depression. So this is something that you definitely, every human being, if you now, you know, at least in America, most everyone's got health care in some way, shape or form. Um, these are tests that you can request. And so regardless of whether or not you do that, the one thing you can do, and so this is point one of, of going through supplements, is get yourself a good, high-quality daily multivitamin that has a really good vitamin and mineral profile, maybe has some superfoods and other things in it that would be uh, beneficial to you. And so the, the piece I would recommend there is if you're going to get a good high-quality multivitamin, um, avoid just getting something from the supermarket. Try to go to either a health food store or a vitamin shop. They're around the country. That's a, I can recommend them. They're actually uh, Their prices are really good. Um, usually they'll have higher-quality um, multivitamins, and specifically uh, – Many of the ones you get from the supermarket, almost actually most all of them have some kind of additive and it goes back into our previous discussion from last podcast on getting rid of colorings and preservatives and um, and additives that many store-bought vitamins have coloring and sugar and other things added to them uh, depending on if they're chewable or not. So my suggestion is pretty easy. Go to the health food store, go to vitamin shop, go to um, your local, like read the label, talk to the people there. Usually people are pretty knowledgeable in the vitamin section. Ask them for a good multi multivitamin. Just take it once a day. Um, if you have a problem chewing or having pills, then uh, liquid multivitamins, they're a little more expensive. But I, I believe in looking at some of the research that they actually assimilate faster into your body. So I would call that. Item one on your list of supplements that is a necessity. It's that's not an optional one. I think that that's going to handle if you're taking a multivitamin once a day for a couple of weeks. It's going to start handling some of the deficiencies that you may be dealing with. If it has to do specifically with just you, your nutrition, your daily nutrition, not providing those. And it's a tool in the beginning if you're in this chapter now or you're about to approach this chapter in the book and you're listening to this uh, particular episode i am witness to that if you nail this if you spend the time to research and and, and i have a note on that too about the research and you mentioned asking somebody in in that health food store with a good you know organic non-additive multivitamin um, section and and choices to have is that it can get you out of a hole. It, it's the so, so Michael's book yeah. is all about transforming this this hunter type the natural way, right? That's our opening, the holistic, natural way to do it. Well, these multivitamins, the good ones, are the holistic, natural way to kind of help you dig out of a hole if you've been eating bad. And we, we've already said in the first two sections of Chapter 9 in the podcast, we said take your time. Don't try to do it all at once. Don't try to go and run 100 miles a day all at once. Yes. Don't try to go completely turning around your exercise. Okay, so you're working on that. 
So this is you right now working on it. And you're, you're thinking, well, I'm, it's going to take me a while to get there. Right. Agreed. Now start bringing in this. Start bringing, and then yeah. it'll start actually getting you a little bit out of the fog even more till your exercise and your diet routine becomes that for you. This is now that other aid. So, so I, and, and again, speaking personally, absolutely, even though I'm still finding that perfect concoction, this is where I started too. And even though I wasn't still eating perfect, as long as I was sticking with the with the, with the, the multivitamins of choice and the other things you're going to get into, it kind of got me out of the hole, just enough to be above the water. The other thing is, I don't know if there's any shy hunter types out there, but if you happen just to be shy and not the kind of person to like walk into a health food store and make friends with the person that works in the health food section, or, I'm sorry, the, the, the vitamin section, do an exercise with me. Break out of that. Now, I don't have a problem with going up to people and talking to them. I, I like being personal. I like interaction with people. I have a regular guy. I have one regular guy and one regular girl at two different health food, local health food stores. I know the days they work, and I yeah. know when it's time to re-up. They're literally a friend. I could, it's their job. And by the way, a lot of these folks love doing this. This is not just like yeah. something they have yeah. to do. Man, you go in, you start talking to them. Hey, so I noticed on that last omega three, da da da. What do you think? Should we? I mean, they become like your consultants, and it's yeah. really a cool relationship to build. So, personally speaking, just try it because it's also what kind of keeps you going down this path and and getting stronger in it. So I thought I'd mention that to to kind of make friends with your local because the people I've run into and the two people I have at two different stores. I can count on them. I can rely on them, and they love doing this. So, I thought that may yeah, help somebody excellent. out there that's starting on this path. Excellent. And then, if you're in a location where you can't, <clears throat> so you don't have a health food store, you don't have a vitamin shop, you have none of that, then get online. Get on, you know, get to Amazon, look through, and uh, you know, do some research on your own. Look at the ingredients list. Look at the the profile of what's in it. And just start from there. Do some research on you. A part of it, I I want to encourage people to do their own research. So I don't take my word for this. Mm -hmm. Go out, do the research, experiment for yourself. At the end of the day, all of this should be: Does it work? Does it not work? Does it have an effect on your life? Doesn't. And in situations like this, some of these things are pretty predictable. You can, you may just notice it after two or three days, you got more energy, and that's enough. And especially if you're doing yes. the tracking piece, which is what we'll talk about. Yes. So, and I know one, is, and yes. a note just quickly on the whole Amazon thing is, you know, if you go to a major site like Amazon because you've researched something and this is the pill of your choice and you have a prime membership, right? I'm not advertising for them necessarily. I'm, I'm yeah. saying I know a lot of people are on it. And then you go to the reviews section. I found a site like Amazon's review sections hold water. I found that yeah. if something is three, two or three star and I decide to give it a shot, there's a 50% chance the reviews are true and it's not that great. I found a four or five star has worked. But in addition, when it comes to this particular category, my personal way of, of kind of triple checking is even if something's got a four or five star, I then go to other sites that are actually focused in on like selling that particular product or the actual company that makes the product itself. And I go do research on that company and the actual yeah. detail of ingredients that go into that too. So this is, make this fun. This is research, but by doing the work up front and finding that thing that agrees with you. And when you notice, as Michael said, that immediate reaction to it, all that works paid off. There you go. And, and, you know, and this doesn't have to be uh, – you may find something and you're like, this works. 
and uh, you buy it at the local store and it was a little expensive, you can check online see if you can get a better deal. Um, but definitely you should def- have have something where, you know, once a month you're ordering or buying your your vitamins for that month just just to keep up going. And try try it for a month or two. Vitamins are a little they're a little more subtle, but um I mean, just overall, your overall health. This is not gonna. This is only gonna contribute to your well-being. So, uh, so number one is good multivitamin once a day. Number two is, uh, which we've mentioned in the past, is omega-3 fatty acids. Mm-hmm. So these, this is brain food. This is number one brain food across the board. Um, there are many people that have uh, recommended this for ADD, ADHD especially for children, it is, our brains need this. We usually don't get enough fat, especially if we're not eating enough fish. But even if we are, it's going to be beneficial to us. So uh, second piece would be, at least in the morning, take some omega-3 fatty acid. And so that takes the form of either fish oil, flax oil, or there's now algae-derived omega-3s. And that's pretty much the only sources that I'm aware of in doing the research that you can actually get omega-3 fatty acids. So um, fish oil is number one. You can take it in capsule form. You can take it, you can uh, take it liquid if you want. And actually they've, they've made it surprisingly to, they add lemon and other things to it that doesn't taste all fishy at the end of it. Or um, if, Fish oil doesn't work for you. Flax oil is another option. I'm vegetarian, so only till recently did I start eating fish. Um, flax oil is what I've been taking for a very long time. So the I can recommend two brands because there's actually a lot of different ones out there, but sometimes they're rancid, which is what I've noticed. So flax oil usually is in the cold section of the vitamin, whatever the vitamin section of the store or whatever. It's usually... F- in the the refrigerator section. So if you're looking for it, you can't find it. Look there. And uh, the two brands that I can recommend are Spectrum, very good brand, and Barleen's. Those are two really good brands. Um, you're looking at probably about ten to twelve dollars in and around there for a bottle. And uh, look at the label. Look at the recommended um, dosage for both fish oil and flax oil. There's the issue of you could get it affects you can get diarrhea and things like that if you take too much and your body is not used to processing it. So this is important. If you you have to start small. So my recommendation is start at at least half the dosage recommended and go up from there. And if you have continual problems, try a different brand or a different form. So if you're trying to fix fish oil and that's creating uncomfortable intestinal problems, switch over to flax oil. Some people, I'd say 80% of the people don't have problems, but to be on the safe side so you don't have a bad experience and then just go, oh, this is no good. But omega-3 fatty acids are so important that just adjust it if you need to adjust it, but it should be part of your morning routine. Yeah. That's all I was going to say was um, there I've now landed on flaxseed, but it took the journey of going through a few different omega-3s. And although I found a couple that worked here and there, and then they started giving me kind of some issues digestive-wise, but also that aftertaste, then yeah. we had talked about it, and that's when I switched it. And flaxseed, I have no problem. Just uh, what's worked for me is flaxseed oil. So uh, yeah. that was my only note was don't be afraid to experiment. And 
And usually if you have a reaction one time to something, it's probably a sign you need to move on and, and you know, just find that right fit. But again, don't get frustrated by the process either. Just remember you're trying to find the right fit for you because as Michael said, there's no what one answer for everybody. We're just kind of giving you that, that high level overview. Um, continuing down this road, uh, my next two favorite topics uh, are, are uh, some kind of protein shake because we know hunter types are yes. it's important for protein and then we'll get to stimulants tell us about the protein shake journey yeah so morning protein shake uh, again put this on your list it's pretty high on the list if you again the goal is you're shooting for 20 grams of protein per meal uh, protein shakes are a great way to do that in the morning and then if you add to that some berries um, and you know some fresh fruits you've got yourself a really nice morning brain food pick me up and then again you can add your if you have flax oil you can just add a tablespoon or half a tablespoon to into your your morning shake and you're good to go so um some of them have um basically what you're looking for in a protein shake is it usually comes in a powder usually get you can get uh, like a 30-day um container full and then you just mix it in with juice or water, throw it in your blender, and you're good to go. Uh, there's different kinds of protein. There's a lot. Like if you go to the health food store, or you go to um, the vitamin shop or someplace like that, you'll see there's tons and tons and tons of protein shake options. couple notes. One is if you are lactose intolerant, which specifically means that if you have milk or whatever and you start to phlegm up right away, that's a sign that you're lactose intolerant, at least one sign of it. Uh, whey protein, W-H-E-Y, which you'll see there, is from milk. Therefore, you might want to avoid it. Uh, some people have no problem with it and go for it. So there's like whey protein, there's egg protein, there's rice protein um, across the board. I, I, the one that I, I actually found, and I can, I'm not, there's no, I'm not getting paid to promote them, but I just, it was, I looked through a lot of different ones. There's one that I can recommend if you can find it, and you can definitely get it on Amazon. Is a brand called Rainbow Light, L-I-T-E. They have a thing called Protein Energizer. I can recommend that one. That one actually tastes really good. It's got a very good amino acid profile, meaning it's got all the amino acids, especially um, uh, – um, give me a second – L-tyrosine, which is the precursor to dopamine, which is what we need. Nice. Uh, so that one's – I, having gone through a lot of different ones, I like that one. I can recommend that one. But there are many others. You might want to look into hemp protein. Um, go through. test. Some of them come in packets where you can they, – they'll, they'll have like the big bin and then they'll have a little packet so you can do one and test it out. You might want to pick up two or three different packets from different brands and take a taste, see what you see, see what you think. But basically what you're looking for is something that has – it should have L-tyrosine in it. If it has a listing of all the different um, amino acids, that should be one of them. And um, L-tyrosine and I am drawing a blank. L-tryptophan, the precursor is – I'll come back to it. No worries. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. My only note on this was um, that before we get to stimulants is in, in trying out the different things and finding that, that thing that, that works for you. Um, 
keep in mind also price sometimes means something and sometimes doesn't. It's not much of a it's not much yeah. of a statement. I'm not really like standing on any point there, but I just want to share one personal frustration I found. I actually thought in the beginning, well, once you get into this world, especially when you get into, you know, the the eastern medicine things that, you know, a lot of eastern medicine folks will even tell you, "Hey, you know, you're paying more for X vitamin or X protein shake or powder or whatever it may be because it's really, you know, it's it's truly yeah. natural." And that may be true. I'm not arguing that however also in your research one of the protein shakes that I happen to enjoy happens not to be the most expensive one and it works for me and yeah. it, I've read the ingredients there's four ingredients in there hey it works for me now it so happens the multivitamin of my choice is probably the most expensive one at the health food store because yeah. that is what works for me so there's no unfortunately there's no one one answer and, and I guess the message is repetitive find out find out what's right for you and and just don't get taken necessarily that price means something it could with one of these categories but not all now very uh, good and now let me just make it l trip defend was the other ones l trip is precursor to um (laughs) my brain's not working this morning (laughs) you didn't have enough pro you didn't have enough of a protein this morning i think that's all right i think Uh, that is you need more stimulants which uh i digress and uh get right into the the next topic i will admit on this topic of stimulants here that i am it's funny i know one of the points you make in the book is this is not a perfect world you're not looking for too much perfection here you're just looking for some modification i will admit to you right now I have not been able to let go of coffee, and and even though you you give us that 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 um, leniency, I know you've yeah. mentioned it personally in, in in your coaching and in the book that well, you're not trying to be perfect. My goal was to eventually kind of get off of coffee in general, but yeah. I haven't yet. Yet I have now. I am now down to much less cups of coffee during the day because I'm using the supplements for that energy kick I used to get from coffee. So now it's a treat. It's like a morning thing for sure. And then one in the late afternoon, whereas I was a coffee addict. I mean, I was doing five, six cups a day. So we know it's, it's not a perfect world, but I I just have to say this one was a tough topic and continues to be because I'd like to be completely off it. I'm just not there yet. So, so tell us about stimulants. Yes, and and serotonin was the was the note that I was trying to think of. Ultra uh, demand. No uh, okay, so stimulants. Yes, yeah. so this is this is a this is a, a dicey subject here. So I want to cover this carefully. People with um, ADD, ADHD are susceptible to being addicted to stimulants because stimulants stimulate the release of dopamine. So that is a big note. And so what I find with a lot of people that I've worked with is there are, I can, within five minutes of talking to them, if I've never talked to them before, I can pick out the stimulant. It's, you know, a lot of times it's, it's smoking. So it's nicotine. Um, other times it was challenges with drug problems in the past, things like that. So to, to, on the broader scale, we are challenged by, a, a draw towards stimulants because it's giving us what we need, which is that kind of dopamine mm-hmm. push to, to that release that gives us that focus and that clarity. So that being said, many people know that many of the ADD medications that are out there are stimulants. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. So here's the deal. Some people, like you just, like you said, some people, like most people drink coffee. Um, my journey with stimulants has been 
I got off of all caffeine when I was 20 because I started having, having heart palpitations and I drank a lot of Cokes and sodas and things like that. And it was, I couldn't handle it. And so it was only actually when I started working on the book that I went back to um, drinking yerba mate, which is what we're going to talk about in a second. And I noticed that that really, like that was the equivalent of me doing a really hard run. Um, and so we're going to go into a couple stimulants that instead of maybe doing coffee, which is sort of the stimulant of choice, or ADD meds, and again, this is this is our these are things to consider. Uh, there are, there are a couple of stimulants that you may not have tried. That again, I'm not heartily recommending because they have caffeine in them. So we there's a level of caution in terms of what I'm talking about here. Um, so as a replacement to coffee, if you are drinking coffee, um, yerba mate and green tea are two other options to look into. Yerba mate is a um, it's an herb that comes from South America that does have at least some people think it is caffeine. Other people say, well, they call it matine. It's sort of a not quite caffeine, but the effect is pretty similar. The issue, the or the thing with yerba mate though, is that it can give you a long. From my experience, it's a little bit of a longer burn, and it doesn't give you the anxiety that. Uh, coffee does. So I'm really susceptible to that. But at the same time, again, the level of caution, it's still caffeine. You still can have the side effects of ringing in the ears. It still can be potentially addictive. And so you have to be very careful about these things. But if you're replacing coffee, which is much more, it, it definitely has more of a kick to it, then yerba mate is definitely something to look at. I would recommend the the brand Guayaki, G-U-Y-A-K-I. Um, they have a very high quality product. They also really help the uh, many of the local people in the areas that they're growing the yerba mate. It's preventing the rainforest from being chopped down because they're giving them a source of income. Uh, and I specifically recommend the pomegranate. Uh, they have a guayaki pomegranate teray, I think that's what it's called. And it also has ginkgo and tulsi, which are good brain food, and they also calm calm your system down. So yerba mate, first order if you're going to do it. And then with both of these, um, that and green tea, you want to limit. You don't. You really have to set a limit for yourself. Otherwise, you're just replacing one <laughs> potential addiction with another. Right. And again, I, I, if you don't need it, don't drink them. But if you do, it's there's definitely some healthier options. The second and, one's green. Go ahead. No, and I'm saying that, and this is why you said this is why you open with how this is just a little tricky because it sounds like there's a lot of balancing act to do here, and there is. Um, yeah. And that was it. That was really my only point. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so yerba mate is something that definitely put it on your your list if you're wanting to replace coffee. And the reason why coffee's is not the best is it tends to blow out your adrenals mm. and it also tends to potentially leach minerals out of your body. This is this from my research and looking through it, the coffee definitely has uh, a lot of side effects. Yerba mate has actually has a lot of minerals. It is some people call it like a superfood because it actually has a lot of things in it that your body needs. So Definitely look into it and see see what you think about that. Green tea is the other one. Green tea has so many positive uh, side effects to it. Um, beneficial, like they, there's 
there's a with inside of it there's a thing called EGCG which is um, beneficial for killing certain cancers. Um, green tea is definitely another option. There's you know other cultures like especially Japan and China where it's a daily part of their routine. Uh, depending on your sensitivity to caffeine, um, I get a little buzz from green tea. It actually is a little more intense for me than yerba mate, so I don't do green tea. But some people swear by it. Mm. So like, once again, like find like if you're getting something that's got um, like a bottle that's got um, green tea, check and make sure it doesn't have like refined sugar and other things in it. There's the yerba mate that I mentioned does not have refined sugar in it. Uh, so just look at the ingredients. You know, get the tea bags, explore, and then just note how you felt that day. Um, and again, avoid overdosing on any form of stimulant. So the rule that I set for myself, and I always encourage with my clients, is limit to two a day. So for so consider that limit to two cups of coffee a day. So that so like 140 milligrams of caffeine is in around one cup of coffee, depending on the type of coffee. So if you limit yourself to two a day, and then having the second time be no less, no later than like two o'clock in the afternoon, depending on when you go to sleep, um, that's probably your best bet. Because if you notice, you have a lot of anxiety and a lot of like. Uh, at the end of the day, you're just totally burned out. You might be doing too much caffeine. And at the end of the day, that's an important topic. I do want to get us to kind of bring this all together, this whole chapter, and talking about what all this looks like with an effective routine. The only last note to yeah. make is you, what you mentioned right there at the end is something important to keep in mind. Remember, the whole idea here is that you're not burning the adrenals out with this and doing um, yourself a disservice because it's all about when it's Betty by time, when it's yes. time to sleep. Yes, everyone, every researcher said everybody needs six, every adult needs six to eight hours of continuous yes. sleep. But for a hunter type, if you've fallen into that trap because you're in this in this stimulant trap because you're using the stimulants yeah. to to engage that hunter type in you in a non-healthy way, you are yeah. inevitably not sleeping. Inevitably not sleeping means your everything is not functioning for you at your optimum. And now that's yeah. when you get into all everything leading up to this point and the negative exactly. path of being a hunter type that we've talked about. So this this all makes perfect sense. There's a method to this madness, and you see that with everything Michael's described so far, and just as he does in the book, that that this this all leads back to that transformational process and just giving yourself a shot to transform. And when it comes to stimulants, it's all about making sure at the end of the night that your body is yeah. in a place to actually recharge. And that's, that's what, that's what it's really all about. That's it. Tell us. So, yeah, go ahead. Oh, so, well, just to cover the last point on this, then yeah. to like the a big challenge that a lot of hunter types have is end of the day, can't sleep, um, stay up late, like you said, and then can't wake up, wake up in the morning feeling fuzzy and then all the ADD challenges. That is very common with a lot of the, the clients that I work with. And it's not just the stimulants. It's just how we're wired. And some people self-medicate in certain ways. Uh, recommendation would be, if you can, uh, chamomile tea two hours before bedtime. Uh, you can get chamomile tea anywhere. 
It is a sedative. It'll calm you down, start to, to reduce the stimulation two to three hours before bed. Don't be watching like intense movies. Or try to wind yourself down. Take a bath, like a warm bath in the evening if you can, if this is becoming an issue for you where you're not sleeping. Uh, the other thing is avoid protein too close to bed. If you're having, you know, we talk a lot about protein, but uh, if you're going to have carbs, have them towards bedtime, dinner time when you don't have to focus as much carbs. And um, specifically, calcium is very good. This is the old adage of drink milk before bed. The reason for that is milk does have calcium in it. And it becomes a sedative and helps you wind down. Uh, a lot of people are lactose intolerant. Milk might not be the best thing. You could take a calcium um, supplement before bed that can calm you down. So with all of this, basically, you got to get enough sleep or you're going to have ADD, ADHD challenges. You have to get enough sleep. Some people can get six hours and they're fine. That's great. But um, do what you need to do so that Move leading up to when you want to go to sleep, you're giving yourself the the optimum support to make that happen. So what does this all look like now? What does this all look like? We've spent three podcasts now covering one chapter, and we said it was a big one. Kind of bring it all together for us, as you do in the book, um, the, the, the audio version here on the podcast. What does this all look like? How do we... If we're just starting out, if we're just listening to the podcast, if we've just picked up the book and are on this chapter, how, do, how does a hunter type build an effective routine? Yes. Well, first thing is tracking. So we mentioned that multiple times, but I want to be very specific about what that looks like. Before bed, so my recommendation with all of this is if it works, you'll notice it. So... Um, before bed for 30 days, my recommendation is either on your notes app, on your phone, or on your laptop, or just in a journal, here's what you do. Every evening, right before you go to sleep, track these particular points. You want to write the date. You want to write your mood for the day in from one to five. So one being miserable, five being the best day ever. And then whatever's in the middle. So one to five, what was your mood? Energy level, one to five. One being just completely lethargic, five being fully energized. Mental focus would be the next point. How well were you focusing throughout the day from one to five? Uh, productivity level from one to five. Were you really productive or were you not productive at all? Next one, very important, a yes or no. Was there any major crashes or meltdowns today? Everybody knows what that is. So whatever it was for you, if there was like you blew up on somebody or you were just completely overwhelmed, those huge spikes on the graph, put yes if there was a, a, a crash or a meltdown. You need to be able to track those days and see what led up to it. And also you need to be able to see is that now being reduced with your new routine. The next couple would be you want to track your physical exercise, what you did for that day, including walking. You want to track your meals and your food. So like what meals and food, what did you eat throughout the day? And you can get to a shorthand where you just write it really quick, but you need to be able to track what you ate that day, uh, what supplements you took, which is what we just covered, and then any notes that would help you as you're going back 
through your your notes after 30 days, like what would help you in terms of saying what happened that particular day? And it could just be like a journal, like this happened today or I blew this person or blah, 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 whatever it is, write some notes. You don't have to write, write a, a whole dissertation on it. Just write the basics of what happened that could be helpful to you when you look back. So that's it. That's the tracking routine. And if you do that, once a day for 30 days, just get in the habit of doing it at the time of bed. Put a reminder on your phone if you have to on your calendar app to pop up and say, do tracking. This piece, along with all the recommendations that I mentioned, like this is the essential piece because this will tell you whether or not, like what's working, what's not working, and it'll give you a map to work from. So I cannot stress this enough. Tracking is vital and along with back tracking is just experiment for 30 days try all these out try different things and see what works and see what doesn't work experimenting tracking assessing and continually refining your habits it's something you mentioned in the book over and over and on the tracking piece and thank you for spending the time to, to get into that and and the details of how to approach that and why it's important and to share, in the beginning, this was a big struggle. I haven't quite figured out why, but I think I have, and I can only share my feelings on this. It's because we're a hunter type and we're not. I've mentioned this so many times. The irony of it is we're just not accustomed to like a routine. And in this case, it's like, oh, yeah. I just had a spike with my partner. Uh, I need to go write down about that. Oh, I woke up feeling like X because it's, it looks like that green tea I had last night didn't agree with me or that fish oil. We're just yeah. not accustomed to it. I get yep. it. I understand. I get it. I've said it before and I truly mean it. I've been there. Michael's been there. But in every chapter, trackings come in. Every chapter, every chapter, every podcast, there's been some component of it that is in tracking. It's important. Just yep. kind of bite down on the bullet, as they say, and just do it and it will become habit. Because remember, that's the yep. other part of this. You're trying to be a person of routine and habit who's used to not being and just think of this as your practice in doing that. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of the key and how it all comes together is to you're building routines, whether it's a daily routine or a weekly routine. That's the whole idea here is by tracking, you're going to find what works for you in all these categories. Remember yes. we're talking about exercise. We're talking about your diet and we're talking about supplements and, and that's really how it all comes together. And remember that I'm sure you're going to mention this as you have before Everyone's going to do this on their own pace and time. But also, yes. kind of how we mentioned it before, Mike, is coaching. We, we said there's many forms of it, but, you know, this is where that kind of life coaching thing, again, if it just happens to be someone that you can count on to be constructive with you, also comes in. That's it. That, and it's mindfulness, too. I mean, this yes. is build, just the practice of doing this starts to build mindfulness. It starts to build your awareness of what you're putting in your body how how you're behaving and it's this piece it's it, mindfulness at the end of the day after the whole book everything that we've talked about from the beginning of the pod, podcast is mindfulness that is that is the way into the life that you want to have you have to have mm -hmm. mindfulness it's, otherwise you're just going to be continually reacting to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing at some point you need to stop yourself and go this is important every night before bed i'm going to track what I did for that day. And it could just, even if you just halfway do it, it's at least you did it. So stay, keep it going. It's like if you're just 
falling asleep and you're like, oh, I didn't do my tracking, get up and it, do at least the first five. Then you at least you'll know like, okay, I did it. I kept that stream going. And if it feels too much to do it for 30 days, commit to doing it for a week. And then after that one week, you can be like, okay, I did it for a week. Let's do it for the next week. Do whatever you need to do to make this part of your routine. And you don't have to do it forever. Just do it for one month. And remember, and that's the start small part, A. B, I love the idea that make yourself do the tracking because – you're this is by not tracking you're not even keeping track of when you are successful at things and to be able to go back and read that as you call them the wins these these are critical things we come away each podcast lately we've been trying to come away with assignments and in this little mini section of supplements the the assignment is easy read those labels start getting into what it is for you to get into the supplement game find your local health food store online or in person I'll add on my part, find that person at that health food store, know when they're working, find that relationship, find the person that works for you. Because like I said, they tend to, in my experience, be very honest and and they don't care what you buy and how much of it you buy. So they're there actually to do a job and, and, and hook up with them. Um, this has been a long and involved chapter and I, and, and, uh, I can't thank you enough for all the detail you've given. Um, tr- complete utter transparency i learn i learn every even though i've been through the book and been through a lot of this journey with you i learn every podcast so i appreciate your dedication to to all the detail that you put out there oh yeah well i i my pleasure and i did the i just want to give just the wrap up mm-hmm. on all this yeah so that so the people know like this is what it looks like and then that you 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 can have a synopsis of what we just covered so primarily, uh, the keys to having a sustainable routine are you want to experiment, you want to track, and then you want to assess, and then eventually continually refine all of those into habits. Those are the five keys to creating a good routine. Experiment, track, assess and review, and then refine. Those, that is, that's the map. And in terms of your daily routine – just summing up on the whole chapter, you want to take a high quality multivitamin and omega-3 in the morning, at least. You want to shoot for 20 grams of protein per meal. You want to eliminate the artificials in your diet and replace refined sugars with whole sugars. You want to reduce your carb intake. And um, if helpful, try some form of natural stimulant and maybe replacing your coffee with something like green tea or your mate. And then you also want to schedule wind down time at the end of the day so that you can you can get a good night's sleep. In terms of your weekly routine, you want to exercise. You want to aim for exercising three times a week at least for 30 to 45 minutes per session. And this should be some kind of cardio workout, ideally. If not, go for long walks. Uh, you want to find exercise that you enjoy. You want to make sure you're getting out into nature at all possible during your exercise routine. Uh, put it on your calendar and make sure you, you turn it into a habit. And if it's a challenge to keep your exercise routine going, schedule it with a friend or a family member. That's the key to keeping it going. And then at least one day a week, give yourself an unwind chill out day where you don't schedule anything. Don't have your whole schedule booked out. Give your, you need one day to unwind, even if it's like half the day, you just have nothing on the schedule and you can do nothing and just do whatever you want. 
every hunter type needs that. We usually need more than that, but at least one day on the calendar per week is enough to give us that reset that we need. Excellent. As a reminder, if you like what you're hearing, if you like this level of detail, if you like this audio companion, uh, please do leave us a review. Don't be shy in this category either. Leave us a review on iTunes or Goodreads. Uh, and I'll, as always, keep bringing that um, feedback you're giving us on Twitter and Facebook as well. I really have nothing else to add for the day. Uh, this, this has been a great, great uh, uh, delve into this Chapter 9 of Exercise, Diet, and Supplements. Anything on your end, my friend, to close? Uh, just in closing, uh, I want to uh, turn people on to you. If you go to alivelifecoaching.com, that is my life coaching site. If I do not have any uh, ongoing um, sessions available for life coaching, but I do have uh, kind of booster sessions if you want uh, some support on uh, me giving you – like assessing your routine and maybe giving you some um, support in getting all of what we just talked about into place. Uh, I do hour or hour and a half sessions, so um, I do have some spots available. So if you're interested, uh, go to alivelifecoaching.com, and um, I'd love to hear from you. Excellent. Drummer and the greatmountain.com is our websites where you can find us first and foremost. Click in that Facebook and Twitter link and all social media in that upper right corner. Keep the feedback coming. I say it every week, and I will keep saying it. Every week, Michael sends me one or two emails uh, of feedback up there, out there, particularly about this podcast. And I cannot tell you how much it means to both of us. We both kind of um, have a big smile on our faces. We're talking about it over email because it just tells us this service, which is what this is, uh, we're not behind a paywall here. This is a service um, for our hunter-type community friends out there to go along with the book that you've got to just help you and, and bring you along. So keep it coming. Michael, thank you once again for a great, great, great session. Looking forward to future ones, which are upcoming as always. And uh, what can I say but thank you. Thank you. So appreciate all your support on this. You've been an amazing host. Oh, and I know you. we get a lot of feedback on that. And also, uh, just want to give you give a quick plug to beviolin.com. Uh, go check out the music and the amazing talents of the host. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, my friend. Yeah, beviolin.com is my music website. Um, also have a podcast of my own up there for artists, um, philosophically discussing the artist's life. So check that out as well on philosophicalbeat.com. And uh, we're going to close out today, as always, saying check out drummerinthegreatmountain.com. This has been exercise, diet, and supplements. We have finished this. And uh, we've got lots of good stuff coming up because we still have lots of chapters coming up. And yes. just in case you're curious, we are going to go beyond the book on this podcast. Once we finish these reviews of the pod of, of the chapters, we're going to keep going. We're going to have guests. We're going to have events. We're going to have more dialogue. So keep tuned. We are not going anywhere. Yes. So that'll do it for us today. Thank you, Michael. And thank you to you all out there that keep us going on the podcast of The Drummer in the Great Mountain. And as always, take care of yourselves and your health be well.
Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress.